0: This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Three, two. Jerry Mace, the kicking lawyer. We're uh, not live, but we are here for another law talk. I thank you guys for taking the time to watch us today. Uh, I have, I'm excited about my guest. I got to see him perform uh, a couple of weeks ago at the Covington Music Series. If you haven't already, please like, follow, subscribe to our content. We're on Apple, um, uh, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. Make sure you're checking us out. We're on TikTok. Josh will do the dances on TikTok. Uh, there's also some some legal stuff on there anyway
1: mostly, legal stuff. <laughs> mostly mostly
0: Josh Danson. Don't forget NA the band which I think you know some of those guys oh, yeah. uh, we want you to download their album it's inside my head uh, they have they're performing all over the place now they've even got swag so make sure you check those guys out. Michelle Allen is our longtime sponsor of the show she's your go-to in the area if you're buying selling renting leasing real estate she's also genuinely just a good person you'll also catch her at the seller sometimes our restaurant so uh, make sure you check her out mason's high octane martial arts has been in covington for 30 years i'm proud of that you visit masonsmartialarts.com and you too can become a kicking lawyer maybe we will teach you to kick people in the throat and stuff it's great just join us there the cellar restaurant and prohibition bar is located off square in covington we're opening our second location in somerville hopefully by august 1st uh, it's open seven days a week brunch on saturday sundays live music friday saturdays trivia on tuesdays uh, ladies night on thursdays it's always fun stuff at the cellar And then Masonite Digital Marketing, Josh will be glad to help you with your online presence, branding, and uh, uh, videos, whatever you need. He'll help you just visit MasoniteMarketing.com. Last but not least, the Covington Comic-Con returns to Covington on August 12th and 13th at the Covington Civic Center. Tickets are available now online. They're only $10. Make sure you go check that out. We'd uh, love to have you. Lots of good vendors and fun stuff going on there. So joining me today is Mr. Mitch Cox. How are you? Good. How are you? You from around here? Sort of?
1: From Murfreesboro. Well, that's yeah.
0: sort of around here, yeah. right? What is that, like an hour, hour and a half? Three. Three hours. Oh, yeah. th- You know what? Y'all are in a different time zone yet, are you? No. Does it switch yet? Yeah, no, so, it,
1: switch it, it switches at the plateau.
0: So Chattanooga is a different mm-hmm. time zone. And I had a DUI conference in Chattanooga one time, and uh, I-, I was going to drive there that morning, and I forgot the time yep. change, mm-hmm. and I was an hour late. Yep. So. Anyway. It won't switch in your car, but it might switch on your phone. It did switch on my phone, yeah. but I had I didn't think about it, so anyway, mm-hmm. it's all good. Well, how you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks yeah. for having well, me. Well, I appreciate you making the drive for this, and then also for coming up and doing the Covington Downtown Music Series. Oh, yeah. No, it's no problem. In I live in Dyersburg now, so it's not that. Oh, problem. okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. So yeah. you, that's where you're coming from now is yep. Dyersburg. Mm-hmm. All right. How'd you end up there? Just My wife's from there. Okay, yep. cool. Uh, so is that where she's born and raised, she Is was, Dyersburg? She was born and raised in Bogota, so it's on the way to Real Foot Lake.
1: It's a little teeny tiny, you know. You blink, you miss it. But <laughs> yep. that's where we live now. So
0: you live in Bogota. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, cool. Yep.
0: I don't guess I know where that is.
1: You would miss it. Uh-huh. I mean, it's if you're driving down the highway towards Real Foot Lake, it's you know, blink of an eye, no stoplight, and it's just probably 20 houses. Oh, so. I,
0: I probably just passed it. I come from Kentucky a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. We went on the Bourbon Trail for yep. some stuff, and uh, we come through that way, yep. and so we had to go through it. Yep. Well, well. So we got you here because I met you through the music. Mm-hmm. And how long you been doing that? Probably,
1: what is twenty three? So ten years, probably. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, and, guitar and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, as soon as I the only reason I learned how to play the guitar because I was writing.
0: Oh, and, really? So you was, so you consider yourself more of a songwriter than yeah really? yeah yeah. Uh, is it country, or what do you consider yourself? I got asked that question today,
1: and I don't know how to answer it. It's uh-huh. more like I, I always tell people I write country music, but I don't sing country music. You so what do what you I mean? think you it's sing? Like the songs are more country-ish,
0: but not, I don't know. Like it's, it's more soulful. Well, you don't have to be, you know, so my boy, Austin, and mm-hmm. they, the band, they they struggle with being uh, sort of pinholed into right. one area because they're soulful they're not really pop Mm -hmm. they're more like Alan Stone yeah but I don't really know what I saw that I saw that a lot like a lot in him yeah yeah well that was his whole big inspiration so which is a question I'll ask you in a moment I always ask musicians who inspires them uh but yeah growing up man he was this huge I didn't even know initially who Alan Stone was and somehow through the magic of the internet Austin discovered Alan Stone Mm -hmm. and was just head over the heels as the greatest guy ever and uh alan wasn't known at all and was playing at the new daisy mm-hmm. i think austin was like 14 and we got him uh we bought him the package where he got to go medium and yep. everything That's it wasn't cool. expensive because he was nobody at the time wasn't that he was nobody he wasn't known mm-hmm. anyway so we go in there he got and we went too. my, yep. my wife and i went with him just because he was a kid mm-hmm. so we're there and then i was just dumbfounded by how great this dude it was live it was amazing yeah. Uh, anyway, so fast forward now. That's you know he does the unaware song. Austin does, and I think he does a pretty good job of it. Uh, but that's that was his whole inspiration. Yeah. So what about for you? Who do you feel like has inspired you musically? Um, oh
1: man, so much. I mean, growing up, it was like the the country, but the singers like the Vince Gill's, the Colin Ray's, the you know. Like and then it got into the boy band stuff, you know, I was like eight and like the NSYNC stuff. So I was <laughs> you know, singing, I was going to say as a joke, singing, NSYNC, but I was, I that's was great. I was singing the NSYNC yeah. stuff, you <laughs> know, good, and, good. and uh, you know, Michael Jackson was big. As I got older and, and started listening to music on my own, uh, like Ray LaMontagne. I don't know if you know who Ray LaMontagne is, but he's a songwriter. Um, Amos Lee. Mm-hmm. Alan Stone was a big one the past 10 years, you know. Yeah, we, yeah. Me and my wife have, have seen him a few times live, and yeah. that's one thing I miss about being in Nashville is going to, Shows every weekend, almost. Yeah, but uh,
0: there's so many, too many to count. Yeah, so mostly country. Well, I see you said In which is like yeah. pop. <laughs> no, that
1: was this is that's when I was about this tall. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, I'm not knocking it, man. Yeah. I liked In yeah. So, like when I was a kid, and I'm big, obviously big
1: boy band guy when I was little.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. obviously much older than you, but that means you were probably more secure yourself than me because when I was a kid, the big boy band that came out when I was like eight, nine, ten was uh, New Kids on the Block. Oh yeah. And we all acted like we hated them, mm-hmm. even though secretly I liked their songs because we were jealous of mm-hmm. them, really. Well, fast forward as I become an adult and get to where I'm self-assured and I don't really care what folks think. Man, I love NSYNC and the Backstreet yep. Boys and all that My stuff. My kids are all
1: into it now. So we, we
0: even did a charity fundraiser deal a couple of years back, me and a group of lawyers where we were the uh, back break boys. We oh, were yeah. all older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did dances and sung the songs and yeah. stuff for charity. It was fun. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, what I listen to, it's funny how if if you listen to, like if, say you listen to country and then you mm-hmm. get older and that's what you're into, I think that's often odd because as a kid, my parents listened to country and I hated it. Yeah. Like I didn't want anything to do with it. I yeah. listened to gangster rap yeah. mostly.
1: Yeah, that was my high school days. Is, uh, okay, yeah. okay.
0: Well, I think all of it's you know, mm-hmm. you gotta be open minded, it's yeah. all value. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh so and then songwriting, did you start doing that first yeah, before w- the music? I was just writing.
1: You know, that was like an outlet that I, had, mm. I went through some things and it's just one of the, it just kinda came out and I was like, Well, I got a guitar sitting in the corner. Might as well learn how to play it And then got pushed by friends to go, you know, play writers' nights and open mic nights
0: and, and it kind of evolved from there. Well, when you performed up here, did you say that was the first time you had... Maybe, maybe you didn't say it was the first time you'd performed, but it was the most people you'd performed. How was that in comparison to your performances? I don't know. I may have been talking about the first time I'd played a certain song. Mm. Maybe um, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so you play pretty regular around the area? Here recently. Uh-huh. Yeah, I Good. met
1: Ronnie Lowry, who you probably talked to. I did, to, yeah. And he just, you know, after coming to a few of my shows, he was like, hey, I'm just going to start...
0: Booking you shows like you mm-hmm. need to start playing more. Didn't I get you on the re- the seller? Hmm. Yeah, you messaged me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Good. And what date were we doing that?
1: Uh, I don't know. He may have. I got.
0: I got it. One of y'all did. I'm gonna look it up. Keep talking. It was probably him. <laughs> um, but
1: I don't know. I here recently. He's just booked so many shows, and it's nice. But I have a a weird relationship with playing shows. You know, I'll do
0: four in a row, and then I'll take a four month break. I don't have and you on the list no yet. We got to get you on the list. Yeah, we do. So July is booked, but uh August unless one of these cancels. August I uh, I don't have anybody. So if there's a fri- we the way we do it at the restaurant is Friday or Saturdays at 6:30 and I like for it to be an hour and a half, 2 hours, just whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. And it's perfect for like kind of what you did uh, the other night where you singing in a guitar. Uh, we have a little, uh, like, amp mixing thing and a couple speakers and a mic, and then you sit up there and play. And sometimes it's a great crowd. You know, you're obviously welcome to invite people. Mm-hmm. And what we normally do is the first time you're there, it's we, we feed you, and yep. you can have your tips. And it, then we just see sort of if you bring a crowd or yep. if you're a crowd favorite. Some people may not bring one initially, but you build a fan base that way. That's cool and then uh anyway that's that's kind of the way yeah. we do it at the restaurant but uh, any friday saturday in august you let me know if one works for okay. you yeah
1: i don't think i have anything till september 9th yeah what, what's
0: your uh, your wife i assume supportive of it likes Very, all of it she's more supportive of it than i am okay well that's great that's good yeah, to have she, somebody like every that. day is
1: you, you need to play
0: you know what are you doing how long y'all been
1: married eight years eight years mm-hmm. how old are you i'll be 34. <laughs> oh dang
0: you look like you're like 22, 23. Thank you. Thank no, for you. real. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking, and I'm like, he's a kid. Not that uh, you're, not that, you know, 34 is old or young, but, uh, yeah, you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got two kids. <laughs> How old mm-hmm. are your
1: kids? Five, and he'll be six, and then the three-year-old just turned three. A couple nice. Days, yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah,
0: They're in, So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you an old guy thing, okay? Because mm-hmm. mine are all grown. Okay. My uh, youngest is 18. And he's still in high school, but he's grown. And so... I remember vividly, and you may be different than me, uh, Mitch, but when I was in your position where I had the little kids, it's it's nice, but there's also times, if you're really honest, or at least if I were really honest, when I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, I can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. They they need you all the time. They're constantly wanting mm-hmm. attention. You come home tired. Mm-hmm. But look, old guys told me this, and I was like, oh, you don't understand. I miss it. Yeah. That is the time that yeah. I miss. So. If I gave any old guy advice, it would be man, eat that time up yeah. because eventually eventually they're not going to need you. They're not going to want and all you're going to want is for them to want mm-hmm. you and then they're yeah. they're doing whatever. Yeah. So, but the, yeah, they're a blessing, man. You said two sons? Two sons. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: We we got tricked with the with the first one the first one was you know we'd go out to eat and he'd be just be sitting there and perfect yeah. and everybody would come compliment him and, <laughs> it's you know, how it he's works just the yeah. best baby and then yeah. we had the second one and, <laughs> and it was not the you same know, red hair curly hair just the the uh uh-huh. that second you have any more will we have any more i will if, you yeah if uh if i knew it'd be a girl we'd have another. yeah yeah
0: so i had uh i have four mm-hmm. uh three boys and a daughter and the daughter's she's the next to last and that was completely different yeah. than the boys. In my opinion, as a father, boys are much easier. So because the boys can go, they can get in fights, and you're like, you know, we yeah. own a martial arts school. So I'd be yeah. like, let's analyze what happened, son. How are we going to, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even intervene necessarily. I thought that the stress was good for them, yeah. you know, it made them stronger. But I protected that little girl from anything. I didn't oh, want her to have any type of conflict different or
1: Different type of relationship. Maybe. Oh yeah,
0: no, it's yeah. night and day. It's not that mm-hmm. you love them more. it's just different mm-hmm. because she is a princess to me. Now she's 20 she'll be 22 uh, Wednesday this coming Wednesday she'll be 22 and uh, she's still my princess, you know mm-hmm. but yeah, it's different. Boys are boys, I think for a man are, is easier at least for me it was, yep. uh, daughters. They're great. They're definitely a blessing to have a daughter. It's a different kind of relationship if you yep. get a daughter. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, harder, I think. Yeah. Because well, you worry about them. It's worth I don't it, know. though. Well, I commend you, though, man.
1: My wife might have the baby fever. We've got some mm-hmm. nieces coming up. so.
0: Yeah. We well, uh, before you leave, remind me, i got some kid-kicking-lawyer stuff that I, you kids can uh, okay, play yeah. with over there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I mentioned it earlier I could ask you, but, you know, it's up to you if you want to. Would you like to play a song or two? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you recording anything or have you recorded yeah, anything? Yeah. In, in August we're recording a um, about a five song album. Sweet. Are you doing the place that Ronnie yep. has got people set mm-hmm. up with? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard I good mean, things Ronnie's about. I mean, Ronnie's completely
1: it. taken over. I mean, they don't make people like Ronnie. I don't, yeah. I don't know where, like, why he does all this for me, but he's just the man
0: that. Yeah. that sets it all up. Well, some people have a passion for things yeah. and genuinely just want to help folks. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I liked him. He was a wealth of knowledge even for me because yeah. I can't remember if I told you or you heard me running my mouth about it, but I'm planning to open probably this fall a book and record store on the square that's mm-hmm. going to have a recording studio in it. That's cool. It'll be a full-size studio, and it's for for a similar reason than Ronnie. It's not really to generate revenue for me. It's just I've found so many musical musically talented people in the yep. area that don't have a place mm-hmm. or the know-how to do that end of it and I can't do what you do I don't I wasn't born with you know some things Mm -hmm. like you're like oh you can learn to do it look man I could train all day and nobody's gonna listen to me sing they'll leave if Mm -hmm. I start singing now the guitar I have picked up having Austin teach me but I don't even naturally pick that up. It's yeah. just I'm not naturally musically you inclined.
1: Work hard at it.
0: So I have a lot of respect for people like you and musicians that do it. And I know my skill is really in marketing and business. Mm-hmm. So if I can help marry that with you guys, it, it, I think it ends up being a good thing. And I think Ronnie is kind of doing that yep. already. Yep. Yeah. I mean, don't respect me too much. I learned on YouTube and you know, just That's even that, better, that route, it's even better, man. Even better. I respect it's... it. Yeah. Well, anyway, what you got?
1: Um. It's going to
0: be loud. That's fine. Turn it down. It'll all right. The more you strum, the more heat there's going to be in here. Yeah, I know it. For the viewers, when you're watching, today is, this is pre-recorded, but the day that this, it's like 127 degrees outside, and the air is not working, and we are sweating in here. I I can't even breathe. I'm going to
1: drop these for a second. Uh, This is... uh This will be a song that will be on the album. It's a song I wrote called Pretty Bird. Uh, My mom used to sing a lullaby to me when I was a kid, and this is just a song that came out of kind of that whole thing.
2: to the trees today, last night. Your nest beside me, forever, pretty bird. I'll be here to keep you safe.
0: That's nice pretty bird bird. and uh mitch cox if so real quick i want to ask you about your guitar but before that i forgot to to tell you tell everybody if they or want to look you up or find info on you music where they look um
1: instagram facebook just instagram uh, it's it's just mitch cox cool Um, instagram facebook youtube i think youtube might be mitch cox music
0: yeah cool is that a gibson it is it's like an older one
1: it's not. I just uh so during COVID I kind of lost my mind a little bit being in Murphy's I wore it out like do, that. We couldn't do anything, so I made these pick guards. Oh, it looks to, good. I started doing a little bit of leather work and
0: <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. You
1: know, during COVID you can't go anywhere. Oh,
0: no, no. So <laughs> so just as a side note. It's funny you say that. So here's what lawyers did, or at least mm. what we did. My office all of a sudden became like a 1980 stock trading place, mm. we had multiple monitors up, and we became day traders. So for about three or four months, me, my law partner Dave, we're literally in here, like waiting on the stock market open and day trading yep. for like in a. Uh, I could see how those dudes all got on cocaine and stuff. Cause it's like, you got <laughs> to keep me, going. Yeah. Yeah. You're going yeah. all the time and then yeah. go buy Lambos. And yeah. anyway, so it's funny you did leather work and I did stock. stock yeah, track. I did a
1: lot of things. Yeah. I mean, you know, she, my wife was pregnant during the beginning of it. yeah, And you know, we had him and I'm sure that June. was scary too. Probably. It was. So my whole brain got rewired. Mm-hmm. I think. Cause I was already teetering on the edge of being a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. So it just like completely destroyed me. And, we had to get out. I mean, that's why we moved here. Mm. I mean, it was having him and during COVID and the hospital being dark. Did they no let you in there. during They the, let me in. They did mm. let you in. Okay. Which hospital was it? Uh, I think it, it was St. Thomas Rutherford in Murfreesboro. Okay. So,
0: yeah, I know there was people like, man, it sucked. Uh, that there's so many, my wife's a nurse mm-hmm. and, uh, there's so many dark stories about being, during that where people would be in there dying and alone. Yeah. And Nobody would be in there with them, and that's so scary. I mean, it's a completely different— Having a kid, nobody in there, uh, yeah. I
1: mean, from our first one and there being 20 people at the mm-hmm. window and having our second one and— You know, some parents don't want people there, Mm -hmm. but I kind of enjoyed having everybody there. Yeah. Well, it
0: shows again. So when I had my first one, I was 18. Okay. And I vividly remember uh, being in, and and they had lots of folks in there. It was at Methodist uh, North. Mm -hmm. And at the time, they had a really good maternity ward. Anyway, they had in the room where my mother, uh, my wife's at the time's mother, uh, I want to say there was an aunt or two in there, her sister maybe. There's a bunch of people in there. But what I was what I was embarrassed by is uh, this shows you how I was eighteen. Mm. The we were just married. She was seventeen. Like so, we got pregnant in high school mm-hmm. and then uh, got married and and then my son came. Anyway, the doctor was like, "Look, you can see the head." Cry. I remember I vividly remember the doctor telling me this, and I remember being embarrassed to look. Because I was like, I don't want my mother-in-law to know that <laughs> I looked so. Like, you were, I, you got them in that position. I know that. A, but yeah. I, as a kid, you know, yeah. literally a kid having a kid, it's so scary to think yeah, about. Yeah, that is strange. But I figured it out yeah. uh, along the way. And then by the time I had the fourth one, I had a catcher's mitt. I was yeah. ready to go, son. Go. I know how to yeah. do it. So it's just funny how you mature. But that's cool. I, it, the leather on it is very unique, and it, so I thought me, it must have been a vintage or something. Well, no, a lot of people told me not
1: to do it because it would dull the sound. I think it sounds great. But I saw someone on, like, Instagram or something during that mm. time period, and I was like, man, that kind of looks cool. Not the double, but the the bottom part.
0: And, uh, well, it's, it's interesting. You know, I don't have... Th- this is just an observation. I don't have any... I can't sing. I can't uh, play instruments. But I can hear music. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know when I sing, when it's off... You know, mm-hmm. like, so I can hear the notes and I can hear, I even hear the differences in the instruments, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I can't play any of it. So, like, I can tell that that guitar sounds, that's mm-hmm. why I asked about it. I remember we saved for Austin, he was, I think, 16 maybe, had been singing, playing guitar and stuff, some crappy guitar. We saved that whole year and bought him a Martin. He wanted a Martin, and uh, it was such a big deal. that He was so shocked that we were yep. able to afford this Martin for him. This is I all mean, pre-lawyer they're, stuff. They're not cheap. No, no, it was not. I want to say it was around a grand that we yeah. paid for that guitar, uh, but it was a big deal. And then it was great to see him. He still uses it, but it's great to see him use that because it motivated him to go to a whole mm-hmm. other level with it. So yep. the instrument, I think, is important, too. Yeah, that
1: this one did that for me. Yeah. I bought this right – I probably bought it too soon mm-hmm. because I didn't really know how to play it that well. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I – I just wanted it, and I saved up. and
0: That's great. It. Well, I bought a – I'll let you play another one in a second if you want to. But I bought a uh, guitar from Austin and them at the Liberty Guitar mm-hmm. Gear. I've actually bought several guitars. For, I bought people guitars just because I was trying to help them. You know, right. I, people think I have an ownership interest in that business locally <laughs> because I promote it all the time, but it's my son manages it, and I want him to do well. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I took lessons from them. I buy the guitars from them. But it was a super crappy guitar. His electric guitar is like 300 bucks, mm-hmm. And I got it because it's white. Yeah. And I wanted to put my logo on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's why I got the guitar. Yeah, I mean,
1: I saw your logo, what, like six times on the way <laughs> yeah, here from Dyer yeah, Street? So there's a couple of them down <laughs> that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so uh, you, you want to do anything else? I can. Okay, let's do yeah. one more then.
1: Um, I don't know if this one's going to be on there, but I just wrote it uh, about a couple months ago. Okay. And, uh, my wife usually sings it with me. But she is with the boys, so
2: I probably should have got this.
1: I don't even. This one doesn't even have a uh, a title, so. Oh, okay. Maybe you can. I'll help you come up with uh, it
0: then.
2: I saw you understand that I'm not your type of man You're usually big and strong, not like me So much to offer you, more than you know But I can't tell my hands from my feet Someone say Save me, I afraid to scream at the top of my lungs. You. Jesus gave me a chance to pray for anything
0: that I want and I need. That was pretty. So that one, uh, uh now I'm doing this for brownie points because it's probably accurate, too. It makes me think of my, my wife, Madeline. So I would call it Madeline, but you could call it your wife's name or whatever. So. Madeline's good. I like it. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. There's not many songs about Madeline. There's, a, there's like a Madeline song, rock song from like the 70s, I think. Uh, but it's a really pretty name And it's actually It got pretty common Around your age actually um, Was where they started Anyway yeah. So a, a lot of Maddies Yeah yeah Maddie to Madeline mm-hmm. That is my uh, Evil law partner Brian Huffman Who usually only shows up To start chaos How's it going? And confusion Madeline by Winger or Warren Yeah I think it was Winger I think it's, it's It's either You're right It's either Winger or Warren I think it's Winger though Mad, now you're. we we'll to get Josh to actually Google for once and do his do his job. Josh is my Jamie from Joe Rogan. Oh yeah. Is it? um No, that's a cartoon show. No, it is Madeline. I think though, not Madeline. There it is right Madeline. there. The official video. Who's the artist? I N J I. No, that's no. a new song. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Oh well. Madeline. So uh, I just put two and two together though. You played. I was confusing you with another person with a mustache that did the thing. Mm. You played at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You were, the whole group was there, and yeah. I remember now you yeah, being yeah, yeah. there and doing that. For some reason, when you were playing that, it made me. I guess maybe it sounded. Yeah, the that sound was, a, was, the that same. was a
1: hectic night. Man,
0: you know, that was a great night at the yeah. restaurant, though, because so many of you guys were there yeah. with talent, singing the songs and playing. It yeah. was awesome. I, I yeah, love that was a lot going on. I love when there's that much talent yeah, me together. Me too, man. That's what I want, man. Yeah. That's my goal in this community with all these businesses I do is my goal is within the next five to ten years, you don't need to go to Midtown. Mm-hmm. People come here, and there's music everywhere. The new place I'm doing is going to have a stage in it. Yep. So I want music there. I want music at the cellar, music at Liberty Guitar, li- music on the square, music all around here so people can come and and enjoy it now the thing the other thing I'm working on to try to get these people a little more progressive is you got to be able to have beer we got to yeah. be able to I don't know if you agree or disagree but community wise if you want to draw the crowd in uh, get the tax revenue and have uh, you know a quality place for people to hang out you're gonna have to have some alcohol sales I absolutely agree with that yes so I'm trying to motivate our uh, mm. uh, board of aldermen to also see it that way uh, but, but you know, like I looked at doing a beer and music festival yeah. here for a weekend. Mm. The problem was right now, and and, I, and if you're watching this in these city people, y'all let me know because you sometimes I do this and you're like, that's not right. Well, then tell me I'm wrong and that's fine. I would prefer to be wrong on this. But to do it, every vendor, like if I had a whole bunch of beer companies come in, they all have to have a license to be there. So they all got to pay a bunch of money for this license, 100, 200 bucks, on top of, you know, maybe they'll make money, maybe, maybe right. they won't. But they're also paying for the vendor booth mm-hmm. to be there because you have to have money to fund the expenses to put the event on. If I'm going to pay musicians or whatever I'm going to do, stage, equipment, crew, all this stuff. It's you know, all the logistics that goes into a big event like that. And, you know, you're really going to draw a lot more people if you have beer and music fest with yep. multiple venues set up. The Ruffin Theater, I was on the board over there. They're on top of it. They're open. to the, It's a full-size theater. You mm-hmm. can be in there. You could have it open up here. Uh, anyway, I just, one of my goals is to do that.
1: I like the Roughin'. I played the Ruffin with Terry Bell when they were doing the Save the Roughin'. Yeah, I was, uh, so I'm the one that yeah. organized that. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, Terry's great too. Man. He's another one that, like you, is a very good songwriter. Good as gold. Yeah. And
1: that, Terry, Travis, and our other friend Matt Willis really saved. My whole, like, because when I moved to Dyersburg, I was kind of over the, because mm-hmm. I did the whole Nashville thing. I did the Murfreesboro stuff. Yeah. And then not burnout, but just a big break. Sure. You know? And I went to a, a cookout or something, and, and Travis was there and was like, hey, I know you play music. You want to play tonight? I'm like, no. I'm retired. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're going to play. And then after that, you know, I met Terry. I met a bunch of people, um, Ronnie. So there's a whole community in West Tennessee, that if you would have told me before I moved here, I wouldn't have believed you, mm-hmm. you know? They're just people that love music and love to hear your songs. Mm-hmm. And it's refreshing.
0: Terry and Travis, uh, and probably more so Terry because I got to know him better. His wife worked here for a long time. But Terry is such a good dude, like good person. Very, very talented musician, but, but I think his biggest strength is probably songwriting. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we had him on a year or so ago, and he played that Cure Becomes becomes Man. the Curse song. And I literally played it on... We Josh will make uh, TikToks and YouTube shorts and all that stuff out of this, and I would pull it up and play it mm-hmm. because I didn't have any other way to listen to it. Yep. And that's actually what gave me the idea to do the recording studio because I was like, here you got a guy more talented than 90% of the population, mm-hmm. no outlet, not monetizing it at all, acts like he's not interested in it. Yep. You know, So you need a guy... It could be Ronnie. You need somebody that's pushing the engine, yep. so that you benefit from it. Because I mean, sure you love it right now, but it'd be even better if we were paying our, you know, feeding our family mm-hmm. off of it. You know, he's
1: supposed to be recording some music soon.
0: That's what that's what he t- told me last time I talked to him, which and is good. He needs to. Yeah, he's Big very town. very talented. Man. So if you're you had a preference, would it be songwriting or song performing? Writing for sure. Writing really. Yeah, I mean.
1: That's what I said earlier. It was I just have a weird relationship with playing shows. You know, mm-hmm. it's like um you get a big high on your while you're playing, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I close my eyes and I just I'm in my my own house when mm-hmm. I'm playing. But it really, there's people there. When when I'm done, it, you're right back down to the bottom. I don't know what that is, but it's always been my thing. Hmm. It's getting a little better now because I'm and so playing you try more. to avoid that. I, I'm just trying to play more often to get used to it because I used to not play it as much. I'd play one show every six months. And uh, I'm just hard on myself. I well, think, well, I think you, it's more that I'm just hard so on myself. So it's
0: not so much it was a positive where, oh, it's this, maybe the anxiety and stress of doing yeah, oh, it. Yeah, for sure the anxiety and stress. Well, that's probably stage fright. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> maybe, yeah. Well, a form of it maybe yeah, if you're probably. getting anxiety before. But, you know, I think everybody gets that. Yeah. I, I fought professionally. I was a pro mm-hmm. kickboxer and yeah. MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about getting stressed? Yeah. And all of every one of them, anybody who says this didn't happen to them—that's a fighter—is either a sociopath or lying. I literally was like one of the best. I, 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 there was a time I was number one in the world in taekwondo for like five years in a row. Really? Like I was on the U.S. taekwondo team, been to North Korea, China, all like I, back in the day, man, you couldn't touch me. I, I legit was it, I wouldn't want to. That was true statement, yeah. right? But I would still get butterflies when I was going in to face whoever it was. And then often I would win quickly. I was very skilled against them. And I'm sure they had butterflies too. My point is, you can be super, super experienced and skilled, and you're still going to – but you're right, I think. The more you're exposed to it, the more you get acclimated Mm -hmm. to that stress level. And uh, the only problem that it creates – this has happened with me and everything I do – is that then you seek it out more than maybe you should, that hit – of mm-hmm. dopamine, um, that's why people. I have so many businesses, and people are like, "You work all the time. How do you do that?" Well, I enjoy all that I do, but I'm now seeing how it causes ripple effects with relationships mm-hmm. and stuff because I'm not devoting energy to those. Yep. You know what I mean? So you just gotta you just gotta balance it. Yeah. But I think you're doing what you and need to do. As much as you train for something like that, it's probably you
1: spend so much energy and time, and like it's kind of the same as. You know, you're creating yourself when you're training. You know, you're mm. creating that, and then you got to go perform what you've been creating for, you know, how long do you train for a, a taekwondo match?
0: I, well, I would, back when I was at my peak, mm-hmm. I would, uh, it, it depends on if I was working or back even when I was in school, because I competed internationally in high school. Um, I would say it was in school, so like 16, 17. I'd go to school. Before I went to school, I did, I had like this push-up, sit-up, body weight thing I did in the morning. I'd get out of school. I'd run like three or four miles. I'd go either teach or take class for about five hours in the afternoon. I usually had at least an hour of sparring in there. And then the end of the night, I would do a a weightlifting and stretching routine Mm -hmm. seven days a week. There wasn't a break because I was singularly focused on winning world champion Mm -hmm. and being the best in the world, period. And and I think the problem is that's great, and, like, I accomplished some stuff Mm -hmm. doing that. But I didn't go to parties. I didn't date. I didn't do any normal stuff that a lot of teenagers got to do because I was singularly focused. Now, there's good out of it, too. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs, none of that kind of stuff because I wasn't going to do anything that would risk my physical performance. Mm -hmm. So, But it was singularly focused. So one of the reasons I asked you in the beginning about your wife, how your wife feels about Mm it, is as an adult, when we're especially in a relationship, that's a thing I struggle with is balancing the time commitment to be the best at something with real life. Mm -hmm. And then, and this is just me talking through my own therapy here with you, Mitch. But the question is, I guess what's important to you? If the goal, what's going to last forever? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. You hit this pinnacle you're the greatest at whatever music or martial arts or sports or whatever. And then you're alone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or so if you can balance
1: that stuff and still get there, man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, she's, extremely supportive yeah uh, she always has been i mean that's you know what that's why i married her because she's
0: well, well my wife is a kickboxing world champion oh boy that's how we met so, so y'all she's, are just walking around she's very supportive of yeah oh man we she would uh when i first started dating her she was bikini modeling she was in miss harley davidson she was a, a volt uh, energy drink girl back then and she was kickboxing world champion so she would come to our gym and i had a big mma team at the time. And uh, she would spar with these guys, and they just saw this beautiful girl in there, and she'd knock them out. Well, then they'd quit because <laughs> they got whooped by this pretty girl. I mean, and so I had to get her. I was like, look, you can't, you know, quit sparring yeah, these stop dudes. Stop beating like people that. up. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she, yeah, that's the thing. If there's a domestic at my house, it ain't yeah. going to be, you know, it, it ain't it's going to be one-sided. She's going to be whooping yeah. me is what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's
1: what you were talking about is the time, you know, when you asked me about how this whole conversation started. When I'm creating the song, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I enjoy the most, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of you know. Would you ask? I you know, say the art form was painting landscapes. You know, I wouldn't painting the landscape is the is the best part of it. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't go paint it in front of a whole crowd of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's maybe I picked the wrong thing to do.
0: Well, maybe for, not. For though, that, if, if you enjoy it, creating it this mm-hmm. way, and you're fine with. Uh, you don't have to perform, mm-hmm. you know. It's like I always struggled with people in martial arts that trained just to do martial mm-hmm. arts, and they didn't have an interest in competition. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I was like, "Why do it?" Well, mm-hmm. there are reasons to yeah. do it. So, I mean, it's just whatever your goals are. It's getting a lot better. I mean, mm-hmm. I 100% believe it's because
1: I just would take so much time off of playing. I'd play one, a bunch of people would come, and then no one. I wouldn't post anything for a year. I wouldn't play a show for however long. Um, but now, you know, Ronnie's kind of kicked me in the butt, and he was like, hey, man, I'm, you're going to play, and I'm mm-hmm. going to book your shows, and we're going to do it. Good.
0: And, and it's been great. Well, that's good. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's how you improve. And, you know, another thing, um, I think sometimes in music, martial arts, anything, you can hit a plateau, and the only way to get to that next level of skill is to push through that mm-hmm. – uh, you know, uncomfortable thing performing or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll probably take you to another level doing it that way.
1: I can already feel that it, it kind of is, you know,
0: I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm happy
1: to do it now.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, when you were singing, it's, it is, is a little, maybe a little country in there, but it, it's kind of folksy. Yeah. You know, the -hmm. the way you're, uh, it reminds me of some of the older country songs that were more, song more of a story yeah you know that you was the 90s the early 90s stuff yeah. that
1: i was probably listening to as a kid yeah
0: yeah it's good yeah well tell everybody one more time where they can find you listen to you all that stuff so facebook um uh, instagram youtube mitch
1: cox on all of them i think there's a tiktok my wife made me a tiktok <laughs> so i might even follow you on tiktok there's probably one on there there's a few videos on there nice uh, but uh and
0: recording in august and we'll have some songs out. Sweet. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks he, for having me. He, talking about TikTok, uh, Josh runs all my stuff. Yeah. My social media. And so he has access to my TikTok. Well, my TikTok is, uh, you know, they feed you what you look at. Mine is unique. <laughs> what it is. And so Josh will fuss because he'll cool. open my TikTok up and he'll be like, dang. Because it shows him videos from my algorithm. Mm. Anyway. I don't yeah, think you, you, you got you, you might not have popped up much. on mine. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: You can't scroll too much on there. Yeah. <laughs> It gets
0: wild, yeah. Well, Mitch, thanks for coming absolutely. out. I yeah, wish you and your family me. the best. Thank you. And uh I don't have a, a ton of reach yet in Dyersburg, but if there's anything I can do around here for you guys, yeah. you just let me know. Yeah, Tipton County love I got down here. I got good roots and so I can help you yeah. uh get wherever you need to get. Oh, I love it yeah cool well thank you absolutely and thank all you guys for watching don't forget if you haven't already please follow us on all our social media and podcast platforms we don't make money doing this so if you enjoy it at all that's how you can help us just give us a subscribe like or follow we're on uh, all the social media stuff tiktok etc just check us out and please also download Inside My Head. It is free. You can download that album for free that I produced and will never make money back on, and that's fine. You just go to Apple, uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, Spotify, et cetera. Michelle Allen's our longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, she's a local Cry Like Realtor. Uh, she'll be glad to help you with anything you have in the area. Just holler at her. She's, a, I always say, a genuinely good person. That's why I promote her all the time. And then we have Mason's high Martial Arts. It's been open since 1993. Uh, been creating champions and MMA, taekwondo, etc., uh, for years. Just visit masonsmartialarts.com. The Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar is located in Covington. We like to pride ourselves on quality steaks and bourbon. So come check us out. We've got a really nice patio for brunch on the weekends if it's not 137 degrees uh masonite digital marketing josh we're glad to help you with your online presence whether you're doing uh, email marketing social media marketing website design videography he'll help you just visit masonitemarketing.com and last but not least the covington comic-con returns to the covington civic center your kids would like the comic-con oh, yeah. it's august 12th and 13th kids get in free 12 and under it's only ten dollars for adults we got a batmobile coming lots of cool stuff's going to be there at the covington comic-con and until next time, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. I hope you'll join us member every Tuesday for a law talk, and until then, keep kicking. Thanks for watching guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice. Or business advice, this is for fun and entertainment purposes only.